It's the blue era of Broadway, just like that. Shutdown extended. It'll be one hot summer with all dark stages. Broadway not coming back until at least September 6th. This is the Making a Musical podcast Lights Out special. I'm your host, Jacqueline Thrapp. We're following the fallout of coronavirus. Let's get right to it. So what now? Well, we find other things to do, like stream. It is the blue era of Broadway. Blue meaning I'm seeing all those ads out there for those blue light blocking glasses because you're looking at your computer so much. So that's why it's a blue era of Broadway. You stream it all on your screen. And hey, guys, guess what? Hamilton's coming next. Yeah, so that was a big surprise. I still have never seen Hamilton on Broadway. I guess I don't have to. And I guess I won't because guess what, guys? The movie comes out this summer. Disney Plus announcing that the Hamilton movie is coming July 3rd. The film was set to originally release in October 2021. Not anymore. And it's kind of ironic because when coronavirus started coming out, the producers for In the Heights, which is also created by Lin-Manuel Miranda, the producers for that pushed that back to 21. So In the Heights was supposed to be out this summer. Producers moved that to next year. And then Hamilton was supposed to come out next year, but now it's coming to Disney Plus this summer. Interesting thing that I thought is worth mentioning. But let's talk about what else is being pushed back on the stage. So Carolina Change moved to the fall. MJ, the Michael Jackson musical, that's moved to spring of 2021. The Broadway revival of Plaza Suite also moving to the spring of 2021. The play starring Sarah Jessica Parker, you know her, Sex in the City, and Matthew, husband, Matthew Broderick. They're together, they're a pair, and you're going to see them on stage, but not anymore. you got to wait a year. So why is everybody moving stuff until next year? Not the fall, not the winter. Well... Because we're going to get to the tourism part in a second, but the main part, and if I had to guess the main reasoning, would be Tony Awards make their announcements late spring. So if the Tonys were happening, the announcements already would have been made. And I already would have been there having so much fun at the announcement celebration. But nope, quarantine, coronavirus, uh, nothing's happening for Broadway when it comes to stage. Some award shows are still happening, but they're all um, being moved online. So that's why you're seeing these shows just push it back a year because they're going for the Tonys. And Plaza Suite has a shot. Now, I did hear a little whisper from a source thinking that Broadway won't start again until January. So This is a whisper. I can't name my source, but we might not see Broadway at all this year because, and I've said this before, but think about what happens when they open the theaters or they allow the theaters to open in September. That means that they're allowing theaters to open, but you have to put this in. You have to remember the Broadway shows loaded out all a lot of their gear when they announced that there was going to be a closure for a month. So a lot of the stuff they were renting is now back at the place they were renting from. So they're going to have to load in again. They're going to have to maybe do some more costume fittings. They're also going to have to have the actors move back to the city because a lot of people are not 
staying in the city for quarantine. So you have to have people come back, especially if this isn't uh, going to go away for the summer. I'm sure that people who are here for New York for their career, whether it's dancing, singing, or acting, and there's nothing happening, they're probably going to leave for a few months. And they're not going to come back until there's actually something to come back for. So not only do you have to load in and then have people move back to the city you also have to have rehearsals and tech and then sell the ticket like it's it's a big thing so I already said this I think my guess was November and I'm sticking with November I think it'll come back in time for the holiday season I think I'll finally be able to afford a Hamilton ticket because it'll finally be (laughs) I don't think we're getting any tourists this year so it'll just be me watching Hamilton by myself in the theater. Um, What was interesting, though, I think Broadway, if they so choose, there's a route that they can take that entertainment venues are doing. So listen to this. Rolling Stone out with a new report that is pretty shocking and might actually help the Broadway community if it works out. So according to this article in Rolling Stone on May 15th, Concert promoter Mike Brown and Mississippi Southern rock singer Travis McCready and his three-piece band will play an acoustic set in Fort Smith, Arkansas. Now, the theater has about a 1,000 and uh, what is that? 1,100 capacity theater, but tickets are on sale and the maximum attendance is cut to 229 people. So, that's... <laughs> You can do the math on that one. That's certainly not half. It's less than half for sure, by far. But you can do the full math for the percentages there. Here's how it's going to work. So they're going to have these things called fan pods. And it's seats being sold in pods of 2, 4, 6, 8, and 10. And they're keeping all of these groups 6 feet apart. So you're just going to see this um, venue with all these pods of people. Now... If you go into when you start questioning it, yes, you could say that having all of these pods of people come together, are these people going to wear masks? Are they in quarantine together? Are they not? Most likely, I would say, if you're going to a concert, you're probably not going with people that you're like your family or your mom. You might want to go with your friends, as I do, but my mom's great as well. But it says masks will be available for purchase and but the band will not be wearing it so this will be a tester to see how safely this will work because I don't know and is this the cure is this if if this works that could come to Broadway but keep in mind Broadway is made of two things there's commercial Broadway and there's nonprofit Broadway well that's a very small. That's a, I'll say theater. Theater. There's commercial theater and there's nonprofit theater. So how would you make that work in a commercial way? I think the only way you can make it happen is if you have a big show like Wicked, Hamilton, Lion King, Phantom of the Opera. Um, these are shows that have already recouped. So you can have the actors come back. And I think... If you do the math right or sell the tickets right, you might have to charge a lot more for a ticket. But if I'm, or maybe do two shows a day. But if I'm doing this correctly, I think people, shows that have already recouped, maybe could do these shows. But I don't think they'll make any more profits. It'll just be paying operating costs. So the ticket sales from that week are only going to go back to the actors. 
you can do it that way. Nonprofit gets money through grants and, and galas. So nonprofit's fine because it's not about the money. So if you're nonprofit, that might come back. You can do pods with nonprofit because it was never about the money anyway. Uh, commercial, maybe if you recouped. Probably a terrible idea to open a new show on Broadway, a new show with limited capacity because, I mean, 80% of Broadway shows in general don't recoup. So you're really a dreamer and you just must have money to waste if you're like, oh yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll open something in quarantine and only sell tickets for like, what, 15% capacity? I don't think anyone's going to do that unless it's legit like a one-man show. Like if they were to bring back um, a seawall and a life with Jake Gyllenhaal, if they were to bring that back, great. I don't think you have to pay much. Well, you'd have to pay him, which is a lot. But um, I also don't know if you'd do it because that's like a, what, 60-minute monologue of just him on a stage? I don't know. But you know what? They're not going to bring it back. Oh, my gosh. What an idea. It's already on Audible. <laughs> you can actually listen to that on Audible now. I saw it. Great acting. Great writing. I can't believe that he didn't a monologue for that long. However, um, I guess it won't be coming to Broadway because it already came and now it's on Audible and maybe there's something else. I don't know. I don't know. So let's go back to what's next. What is New York going to do, huh? We're sitting here. I'm sitting here. You're sitting wherever. We want new stuff. We want new content. Um, it's not coming unless we already did it. So what now? New York City to the rescue. Now forming the Coalition for NYC Hospitality and Tourism Recovery. Focusing on bringing people back to the city once it's safe. Bringing people as in bringing tourists as in those tourists are not coming back. The only people that I see in Times Square when I'm going to and from work are New Yorkers who are going to the empty Times Square to take photos of how empty the Times Square is. Besides that, I mean, unless you're an idiot tourist who like booked a ticket to New York City to be part of this, which is lame and you should get a hobby. But if you're not, if you're not living here, um, you're not coming here. So, or you're not coming to shows. So, Anyway, back to what New York City is doing. So New York has a plan to bring people back. Smart. I support that. Because right now, we're a little bit behind on reopening, which is normal and understandable because big city, we all use public transportation, unlike everyone else who can just hop in a car. So New York City, under strict lockdowns due to coronavirus, no salons opening, no eating at a restaurant, no Broadway, no bars, no theater. I miss movie theater popcorn so much. Like, I had a dream about it, and it was great. Um, so who's on the team to bring people back, huh? Well, I guess it's the Lin-Manuel Miranda show, because all I seem to be talking about is him. Uh, he, along with the American Museum of National History's Ellen Futter, the Studio Museum in Harlem's Thelma Golden, Union Square Hospitality Group's Danny Meyer, and New York Hotel and Motel Trades Council Peter Ward are all teaming up to help bring you back. Now, will it work? Well, a quote from Lynn Manrell, Miranda, saying this, quote, from Broadway houses to independent theaters, from marquee attractions to small businesses and restaurants, our beloved five boroughs tell a story unlike any other place in the world, Miranda said. Today, we will create the next act for our city. After this intermission, 
We will be ready to welcome the world back with open arms so people can fall in love with New York all over again. I love that. I also love how he calls it an intermission. I've been seeing that online. Um, my blue era of Broadway is not as catchy as intermission, but whatever. I do agree we are in an intermission, and it's a long one. Um, oh, boy. All right, so... As we hang out in this intermission and as Lin-Manuel Miranda presses on to save the day, how will we fill the time? In a recent conversation with the SAG representative, yes, I said SAG, the Screen Actors Guild, I, Jacqueline Thrapp, was talking to a union. I know, I know, things are changing I was talking to a union about a project that I cannot announce yet, and there's a very large push in a particular market. I can't announce that either. I can't announce any of this. You know why? Because I'm going to be in that wave. So there's a wave of something coming your way, and I will be part of it. Now, it won't just be me. It'll be me. And a few others, because when I called that day to speak to the SAG representative, that SAG representative was speaking to three other theater producers doing the same that day. So there's a wave and you're about to find out what it is. But please don't email me asking if you can be in the secret project that I'm working on, because there's a reason why things are secrets. Okay, friends? But uh, I'm really excited about this, and it's a wave. And so if you think, oh, man, I'm never going to have new content forever, oh, no. Oh, you have new content. Oh, you have one big ocean of content about to flood something. Can't tell you more. Okay, so I want to end this saying that one of my favorite things about Broadway is it's not just about the shows. It's about the community. There's a whole bunch of creative people out there. It's not just one platform like theater or film. There are other ways we can create. And so if you are missing Broadway, just remember that a lot of these Broadway playwrights and actors, they're in movies. They've written movies. They've written TV shows. So if you're looking for new content, maybe branch out a little bit and see what your favorite actors have done when it comes to film or look at your favorite play and look at what else that writer has done because you'll still get a lot of good content that's already out there opposed to these continuous live streams or whatever. And keep in mind, this is the most perfect time in the world to get coached by a Broadway star. So example, Frozen's Cassie Levy. She is hosting private coaching sessions online, 45 minutes for 150 bucks. It's a little high, but it's really not that high because it's a Broadway star giving you private lessons, which is so good for your resume. She's in Frozen. She was the original Elsa in Frozen. Come on. And it's not just her. So if you're looking for some of that, it's there for you. The whole community's here for you. I'm here for you. And your new content's coming your way. You'll hear more about it later. In the meantime, enjoy your day today is Wednesday, to quote Governor Cuomo. And on Friday, that's when that concert happens. So keep your eye on the concert in Arkansas. If that goes well, maybe maybe we might see off-Broadway surface first. It's probably going to be off-Broadway first. But we'll see what happens. 
See ya.